When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Love is, love is Afternoon to you. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I hope your air conditioner is up to par because this Saturday and Sunday you are going to need it as we will be for the first time in a long time in the 90s so get ready for that I was just thinking of the summer of 1988 and why was I thinking that I was looking for a job I was driving a brown Honda station wagon that my dad uh, let me use Mm -hmm. and I think there were like 15 days over 100 degrees uh, I I remember that same summer, Julia. Yeah, I remember coming out. I had we had done a weekend shift at, at the remember WLOL. Yes, we do. Uh, I had done a weekend shift. It was on a Sunday, and I walked out, and it, <laughs> I think it was a hundred and three. Yeah, it was just, wham. We wham. had the hottest that was a summer. Very hot summer, eighty eight. And I was applying yeah. for jobs, and I just remember my black and white claws. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the suits we used to wear, Lori? Claws, like C L A U S. Oh. Or something, or Casper, Klaus? or something. Chows, 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 or chod or something. Like sticking, sticking to you, to my skin, and I had no air, and I just remember, oh, I miss that heat. Yeah. All right, <laughs> okay. just a diversion of summertime. Well, there was a little heat. You know, Andy Cohen has been everywhere. He's winding down his ten-year anniversary. Yes, he is. Okay, yeah, and in the clubhouse. Wow. She was and Adam Lambert. I love looking. Adam Lambert. Fantastic. Oh, did he look hot? He really. I like him as I a person do too. a lot. I hope he gets to audition for the Elvis role that Tom Hanks is playing, the Colonel Tom Parker. But he, I we, really like him. I really like him. Yep. But it was we get a little bit of Adam Lambert. But first, uh, Shaka Khan. Uh, was asked about what she heard, how she felt when uh, her when she heard Kanye West's 2004 song through the wire because she had her 84 song through the fire. Oh, okay, and she yeah. gave him permission to sample her song. Okay. Shaka, how did the conversations go with Kanye when he used your song uh, Through the Fire on Through the Wire? Very differently than the song turned out, obviously. Really? Yes. You were, you were not happy with that no. song? You were not? No. Did you speak to him after? Yes. He called me when he just got out of the hospital. He said, you were so instrumental in my uh, healing process. I had to change the words a little bit to the song, but I had to eat through a wire, you know, and I was wired shut through a straw, blah, blah, blah. It meant that much to me, and it really got my heart. I pulled in my, tugged in my strings. So I said, oh yeah, I use it. 
They want to came. I was like, did I? Did I make it all little? Like, like you know, <laughs> right. some kind Fast of forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fast. I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. I thought it was a little insulting. And did, I, I am not insulting. I thought it was stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> did you? If I known he was gonna do that, I said, hell no. <laughs> did you? Um, did you tell him? I never. I know I didn't. What? That's why I tell him is silence. <laughs> Give right. him cricket. Right. And he sped up her voice. Yes. When he uh-huh. sampled her song in uh-huh. that, but I love it that she's like, "I'm pissed." I know. You know, I, was just I, like, I, I, oh, she was hard to understand. She was very, but she, my favorite, favorite. Can we just yeah. digress for half a second? She had her hair stylist that has been with her for years. Yeah. Well, her hairstyle was bugging her so bad that she kept pulling her wig forward. Oh. And for all night, she's like all worried that her wig kept going back and yeah. back. And she's like, and here's my hairstyle as he's been with me. <laughs> and she's just messing Messy. with her hair the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, leave it alone. Oh. We won't know it's a wig, but you keep moving it like it's a wig. Well, you know, she was at the jazz fest and I said to Casey I go we can only stay for like three songs or I will get sucked in yep. to Shaka Khan because we were trying to go and like I think we wanted to see the Mavericks also were playing mm-hmm. at the same time or something you have to make all these decisions choices. but because she, she all these horrible, horrible decisions when yeah. you go to the New Orleans jazz, jazz fest but I, she's intoxicating in concert she's so fun because yeah. she comes out and they, they got the fans going on her can I See her at the Target Center? Didn't she do it at a halfway show? I was at for Prince Night. She might have. On my thirtieth birthday, I went. I saw Shaka Khan at Glam Slam, and I was my husband at the time got me a limo and sent me out with like six of my girlfriends and cool. Broke a big lady landed on my baby toe. This is a thing now. What's with you and people landing on your toe? But she landed on my baby (laughs) toe. But listen to this. I didn't know the next day until I broke it. She didn't. It was a wild It was her 30th birthday. Yeah. But I remember the shoes pink, (laughs) pink mules. Oh, okay. And then like I had a dress I got at fourth floor Neiman Marcus. Last call. Last call. And mm-hmm. it was Navy. Now remember this. So this is like whatever, mm-hmm. uh, 30. Yeah, whatever. 19. Yeah, whatever uh-huh. it is. 1946. Right, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> wow. Shade. Shade. Oh, it no, it was a navy blue dress that was cut low in the front and low uh-huh. in the back and kind of high in the waist with a pink sash. And then I know this dress. So- polka dots. I know this it dress. Was silk. It was like one of the designer. I still have it julia because it's a it's, it's such a cute one it's a that was such a cute dress but you didn't know me when i was 30 no but i i knew you I shortly thereafter it. yeah that's you still i knew you pretty close okay. after should we go back to let's go back to adam you knew Lambert. me when i was 30 i did know you, you knew me when i was 29 that's right mm-hmm. so there you go i guess mm-hmm. we have known we each have, other a damn long time we have but i know this dress yes it's so funny i kept it because it's, I can't think of the designer, but it's somebody. It's not a chouse. No, it's not a chowd or whatever you're trying to say. <laughs> it was a Liz Claiborne. Right. Yeah, back no, to the that. Okay, back to Adam Lambert, who talks about uh, partying with Gaga at Madonna's party. And also, remember when he sang, did share at the Kennedy Center's honor? Absolutely. fabulous. Here we go. Hi there. I have a question for Adam. Okay. What was the most nerve-wracking part of performing at the Oscars with Queen? And did you get to see any interaction between Madonna and Gaga at Madonna's Oscar party? Uh, First part, um, 
I, I like downplayed it in my head because I didn't want to get psyched out. So you. I was like, you know what? We've done this song together a bunch of times. I'll be fine. And I played it cool. And then I started looking around at the end, and that kind of wigged me out a little bit. You were was great. Everybody I was there. So excited. Thank for you. you. And, and the second part of that question, um, I was at Madonna's party, and I was outside, and Gaga came out with her black gown and her Oscar in her hand, and we oh. sat and we had a lovely conversation. Nice. And I thought to myself, wait, this is Madonna. Gaga's at Madonna's party. Oh, right. How we left, and the next day I saw pictures of them right. together. So I didn't see the interaction, but yes. apparently it was okay. Great. Yeah. Remember when she cuddled yeah. her head? Yes, she did. Cr cradled her head. As part of the beginning of Madame X yes. unfolding. How about, More like a stranglehold. But yeah. Yeah. How about singing? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's what it looked like. She was strangling yeah. her. Do we have where he talks about singing um, for Cher at the Kennedy? Uh, no, I don't have that. Oh, shoot. Okay. He loved it. He loved it. Just P.S., by the mm -hmm. way. It was amazing. And here's Shaka Khan talking about her less-than-ideal experience at Oprah's Legends Ball. Uh, my question is for Shaka. Okay. Shaka, what was your favorite part of attending Oprah's Legends Ball? Best part of attention, <laughs> attending the Legends Ball. Did you see the picture? There, yeah, the, 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 the big, big group picture? picture? Yeah. Did you see me? I think so. I'm glad you don't have, you must not have a picture of it here. <laughs> I don't have the photo. If you did, that would say everything. <laughs> Why, did you not have a good time? I, listen, you know, we went in, all of us went in, you know, all looking, you know, fresh and yeah. starched and, and excuse my friend. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> then, by the time the day was over, we looked like we were in like, like 30, 30 broads in a freaking Subway. sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> it was just some crazy shit. <laughs> we were crying, people were crying and laughing at the same time. Wow. It got pretty insane. Wow. I was like, I was just pissed because I had on the suit that uh, this guy made me didn't fit. Right. And I was wearing my hair straight and I hate that shit. I right. sitting in the picture like, looking like this. Like, yeah. I was sitting right next to Michelle Obama. Who wow. Who was our future. Yes. Lady at that time. Yeah. Wow. I, I had no idea. You know, I was. And she's <laughs> all pulled together. together. Wow. Everybody together. Like, I was like snatching. <laughs> okay, I absolutely love this, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> She's just it. like you. She was absolutely pissed. Did you see me in the picture? I had on a horrible outfit, and my hair was horrible, and I was sitting next to some lady who's going to be the president's wife. I mean, I hated it. That was in 2006. Yeah. Remember the images in O Magazine? I mean, yes. this was like... It was the, a very coveted invitation, really, but I am living for Shaka Khan's I mean, tea and swearing, and she seems like kind of just, she'd be the one to sit next to at a party. Yeah. Oh, she would be if dissing on the side of your mouth, but word, she'd be so but, loud. Yeah. yeah, no, I know it. She was oh. just getting all feisty okay. just talking about that. I just, I couldn't stop laughing, but, because really why she hated it, because she didn't like what she was wearing. Yeah. It's funny. No, we're getting some shocker realness. Well, here they're playing. I don't know it. I know it. A gamelet. Can you tell me? Here we go. Shaka, I have some questions for oh, you. Okay. okay, first of all, I want to talk to you about Prince a little bit. You first collaborated with him in 1984. You stated that you were like brother and sister. Yeah. Um, what is something about Prince that would surprise us or that we wouldn't know or think about him? I don't know if it showed, but he was a, 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 he was a, he was a lonely person. He was a lonely yeah. person. He's, he's lonely. Did you talk a lot in the last years of his life? Were you two in touch a lot? And well, in the last year or so, no, no, we weren't. Um, and and I was surprised that there was anything. I knew, you know, he broke his knees and broke his ankles right. and carrying on. Right. We were on tour together when that happened. Yeah. Uh, I just was 
not aware that there was anything else going on, and right. that's like hard for me not to detect. Right. Um, I want to talk about Whitney. She um, no, most notably covered your song "I'm Every Woman" in '92 for uh, the Bodyguard. When when that happened, were you happy she was covering it? Was there? What were your emotions about oh, that? Oh, look, I have look. A song is a free agent. Uh huh. If you can, if you can rock the song, rock it. <laughs> Back to Aretha. I, I want to say, um, you two were notably really close friends. But yeah. you say she didn't have a lot of people that were in her inner circle no. that she liked. Well, what was it about her? Did she was she not a people person, or how would you describe? She didn't have time for all that. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ain't nobody got time for that. I am seriously looking at the group photo <laughs> yeah. from the Legends Ball, like. You saw me squinting, yeah. looking in at my computer. Is, I is, is she, oh. I just, I'm going to find it. But yeah. I just, and didn't Oprah give everyone a pair of earrings, oh, diamond earrings? earrings. Remember, and, it was everything. Yeah. And then Chaka Khan let it slip that she's doing a collaboration with Ariana yes, Grande. And then she's like, oops, maybe, I guess I wasn't supposed to say that. And I'm like... Damn, you gotta let's get Shaka Khan on the show. She was very open about a lot of things. A lot of things. And then Andy Cohen, I saw him doing an interview with E because he is really like he did the fourth hour of the Today Show. I know. He's really pumping his 10 year anniversary. And NBC, of course, owns Bravo. So, you know, they're doing it. But anyway, he told E that. uh, that he would love to do a Real Housewives All-Stars when the Real Housewives franchise completely runs out of steam, where they just take, you know, some From of all the different shows. Yeah, yeah. But, and just throw them his, together. Who's his team? Well, he's, but here's the thing. I mean, well, of course, it would be, you know, Brittany. NeNe Leakes Bethany. and Bethany Frankel and, you know, I mean, that's like right off the, what's her name from the Orange County? Vicky. I don't watch any of the other ones, so but, I don't know anybody else. But here, he, what he told uh, E was that he said, but right now we had our second highest season of Beverly Hills. New York has had the highest rating since 2012. Is this why I'm back? I went and back. And Orange County last season had its highest rated season in 10 years. So, I don't think Andy is going to be doing, has to worry about Real Housewives All-Stars. And then people really love Potomac or Potomac. Potomac. Potomac, however the hell you say it. I I never got into that one, so. I, I, there's too many. I I really can do. But I pretty much, I mean, I love it. I would love to see Miami come back. Oh, my God. Just because I like going to Miami and I like that whole scene. I'm going to Miami. Miami. I don't need to go there. I'm go. We're going there on the Grand Hotel on yeah. Monday nights. That's yeah, enough but Miami. It's all, we're only getting just little, you know. Maybe I still have Miami burn when we try to film a, a commercial. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, we need we need our, our daily... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts. Podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let's have dirt for We do. Let's get it. If the show hasn't been dirty enough already, right. we're just going to pile it on. Let's talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Headlines today is that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are going to trial in this defamation case that's happening in Virginia. A, ju- a judge today set a trial date for February 3rd, 2020. The judge estimates that the trial will last 10 days. Now, this is all coming from the lawsuit where Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for defamation over the op-ed that she wrote last year in the Washington Post, where she referred to herself as a, quote, public figure representing domestic violence. I mean, I do think now that I do know that this, I had forgotten that this is specifically about her op-ed in the Washington Post, where she says, I am, and they had signed the NDA, and we're... He, it is more than implied that he's the perpetrator. Yes, it is. Right, because he wasn't specifically named in this Washington Post op-ed. He says that the entire article depends on the central premise that Amber Heard was a domestic abuse victim and that Mr. Depp perpetrated domestic violence against her. That's according to the lawsuit. And he's claiming that Amber Heard's abuse allegations were conclusively refuted by two separate responding police officers, a litany of neutral third-party witnesses, and 87 newly obtained surveillance camera videos. 87? 87! This is according to this lawsuit. Then Johnny Depp is suing for defamation and asking for damages in excess of $50 million. So this is going to saying this essay affected his career. It did. I would admit, we thought completely different. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But but it wasn't just from the essay. No, but that was a big part of it because... Well, they've got a trial date. So. Wow. Yeah. So I'm assuming she for, might be in big trouble, yeah. depending on what's in that NDA. I don't know. You know, yeah. I guess that's why they're going to court. I'm not sure either. But remember, Disney dropped Johnny Depp from Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Yeah, they did. So and that, so it cost him a lot of money. It did cost him a lot of money. All right. So that's going to trial February 3rd, 2020. <sighs> Kim Kardashian is talking to the New York Times today about uh, people calling her out for cultural appropriation by trying to trademark the word kimono. No, and uh, a lot of people upset about this. Not necessarily that she named her shapewear brand kimono, but that she's trying to trademark that specific word. And Kim Kardashian is standing by her decision to name the shapewear line kimono. She says that the name is partly inspired by her first name, Kim, similar to Kimoji. And she says it's also derived from the word kimono the traditional japanese garment in her statement kim kardashian says i made the decision to name my company komodo not to disassociate the word from its japanese roots but as a nod to the beauty and detail that goes into the garment she says i understand and have deep respect for the significance of the kimono in japanese culture adding my solution wear brand is built with inclusivity and diversity at its core and i'm incredibly proud of what's to come so that is kim kardashian Talking to the New York Times well, see, today. Well, I mean, because the word kimono has been trademarked before, but Japanese, there's not a trademark right. that goes back to the 15th century or whatever, but it has been uh, trademarked uh, um, like one time for software. Okay. And one time she 
for pens. So like a case for a nice case. Mm -hmm. So, but she's trying to trademark kimono, kimono body, kimono intimates, and kimono world. So she's standing by that decision. Well, we'll see if she gets her trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can see why she also wants to be in the well, legal yeah. thing. Because well, I already heard all, all the legalese. This, all the legalese mean, in that. She, uh, yeah, she heard the legalese. All the yeah. legalese. Yeah. Listen, she's learning. Yeah. Yes, she is. Studying but a lot of people attorney. are trying to just say, oh, well, maybe you should just make it be Kim. Oh, no. Well, that's kind of or Kim Uno. Oh, yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. So okay. we'll see if she uh, gets that uh, copyright that she's asking for. Nicki Minaj, she is blasting the BET Awards for their oh, low no. ratings as her feud with the network continues to roll on. Now, if you recall, the beef began back in February when uh, BET's Twitter account dragged Nicki Minaj when they were praising Cardi B for winning Best Rap Album at the 2019 Grammys. The tweet was, Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. That was the oh, caption to the story. That's a wig. That's a wig. That's a wig oh, that wasn't very nice of them. And Nicki Minaj was so mad at that tweet from BET that she canceled her appearance at the 29 BET Experience Festival. I don't blame her. I think uh-uh. that's pretty crappy for an award show tweet. Too. I mean, that's that seems favoritism. Like a, it seems silly. It, it seems like something an individual would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not an organization. Yeah. Now, uh, Nicki Minaj retweeting some of these numbers from the BET Ooh, Awards, saying that this was the lowest BET Awards ever. Uh, The ratings were down significantly. Only 2 million viewers tuned in compared to a high of 10.6 million people in 2009. BET's disputing this numbers. I mean, they're saying that, you know, well, across all platforms, it had 12.7 million viewers, but Nicki Minaj quote tweeted uh, these low ratings and said, when you fire great people who have put their heart and soul into their show and when you'd rather be a messy reality show than a prestigious award show when you're still being dragged by that lace. So calling out the fact that the BET Awards got well, she's on she's on Jimmy Fallon tonight. Oh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask her about it, or hope somehow it comes up. But I don't know. It's Jimmy Fallon. So yeah, they're probably just going to play some kind Um, of game or do something fun. I hope Nikki talks about Purdue chickens. (laughs) That was just too much. Well, I also didn't know it was on. And I, you know, we usually know when award shows are on and see a lot of publicity. I did not know the BAT awards were on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know. I mean, I saw the stuff afterwards. So I'm just wondering if it was... Award show ratings are going down anyway, but yeah. you know. Well, yeah, it's from 2009 to 2019. If you're pointing out ratings, every, every single, every single show thing has gone down. Has gone down. Yeah. It's not just the BET. Awards. I think Nikki's point was better. You know, was like they should act like an award show organization right. and not like some snarky blogger. Right. Well, exactly. If you are the, the BET T. official Twitter account, why would you take? And that's mean. That was a mean tweet. It's a very mean tweet. That was a mean tweet. So. Nikki yeah. has a point. Mean tweets belong with individuals. Not <laughs> the company brand. Exactly. Come on. Sorry, I'm with Jeez. you. Oh, All yes. right. Well, what's happening? Uh, is it getting mean out on the roads out there? Or we... oh, well, not yeah. necessarily. Not this afternoon. We do got a couple of hot spots down near Bloomington and Edina. It's so good. So good. That's what My Talk's watching. Everything streaming. Everything entertainment. My Talk 1071. And your theory is... Here's 
here's a, here's a theory for you. <laughs> All righty. Okay. <laughs> this is a theory. Well, I've had, this, I've had this theory about people that you can tell how somebody, a lot about somebody, but how they act in kind of a, let's say, a crisis or something happens that's, mm-hmm. you know, you need to do quick thinking or sure. something at work, you know, that like you can tell a lot about a person's personality. Okay. Courage under fire. That's right. That okay. your true personality comes out, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Well, according to a study done at uh, Ohio State University, okay, certain personality traits such as selfishness or pro-social behavior what the heck is pro-social behavior? Maybe somebody who's really friendly and gives good, uh, I don't pro know. Pro-social? Well, I mean, the opposite of anti-social. Yeah, you don't all right. Be pro, a, I've never heard that used. I haven't either. Julia, we're, when we're talking... We're learning new stuff. Well, and when we're talking clinical studies and trials, <laughs> and this was published in the scientific journal Nature Communications. Oh, good lord. But anyway, yes, they call it pro-social. So okay. you're outgoing, you smile. Yeah, you yeah, greet yeah. people. Okay. Yeah. Easy to talk yeah. to, you know. So if you're, you know, if you, those personality traits become more pronounced when someone is faced with a quick decision. Okay. So here's what's happening. The, the results suggest that when people are faced with a quick decision, they tend to stick with what they've done in the past. Okay. Conversely, if someone has more time to consider their options, they're more likely to behave outside of their conventional behavior patterns. Okay. Just reading that has given me a headache. <laughs> well, give us an example. No, How big a crisis are we talking about? Because um, I feel like I'm good in a crisis. So do I. I'm and very they, good uh, in what they What they did with this uh, is that they had people play. This is a game commonly used in psychology and economics experiments where it's a thing where people have to decide whether to give up some of their own money to increase the other person's payoff and reduce reduce any a money thing with okay. whatever. So the key to every game decision scenario, what to do with this money varied, but they had to just wait 10 seconds before making a decision. And okay. people, if they just have to do it, if they are prone to be selfish people or they're prone to be pro-social or whatever, if it's a quick, they, they will be that way. So if someone is... Oh, got it. They will make a selfish decision if they're a selfish person. That's and right. And if they're a pro-social... They're not the person to be within the zombie apocalypse. Got like it. The, ah, the, got the selfish it. person uh, will duh. save themselves. We, yeah, exactly. I know, it's duh. But you see this, if you see the zombie movie, Train to Busan, a great Korean zombie I've movie. Remember the the one guy, the businessman, the selfish businessman yep. who starts a chain reaction of so many bad things uh-huh. all because of his selfish You see exactly. this in the Poseidon Adventure. I mean, yes, you see exactly. Yes. You see this in all yeah. disaster yeah, movies. Yeah. The selfish yes. one always thinks they're getting out for, and, and the they worst will things push happen. everybody else yes. out of the way. They won't think for the common good. You saw good. it in the Titanic. Yeah, so if, Get me to the boat first. Yeah, so if you've got a handle on someone's true personality, know that that when faced with a crunch time decision, that will be, they will just. I'm be, a good person in case there's a crisis. It's just going to be more pronounced. Yes, I believe it. Yeah. Believe Their it. true colors will come out. That's right. Yes. That's right. If you have to make a quick decision. I just said to Julia just like 10 minutes ago, mm-hmm. Casey 
is my guy. If there's a zombie apocalypse, he knows everything. He's strong. Mm-hmm. He's he knows life saving techniques. Okay. He could like figure out a way to <laughs> or like a bird box. You know, Sandra Bullock. She mm-hmm. really was. Like, I never saw that. Oh my but gosh, okay. she had to be so clever. But, yes. but you know, and what I, I would be the worst. I know you did. And I would be. Picked, what did I, I need, say about me? What I would be mine. Yes. I said I would be mine. I am good in a crisis. Yes, it is were. one thing my whole life. Yes. I don't know why. Remember we're at Camp Ripley yes. and we had to do the life saving yes. thing and get a body the out of yes, yes. the dummy. Yes. Okay, I yeah. was Lori froze. I was completely <laughs> was worthless. You worthless. Yes. I did everything. I did not know what to do except to duck. Yeah. Okay. To duck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I because know. Because they were simulating like shots were being fired. I know. I was, I was just there. absolutely terrible. And yeah. so, yes, I need to partner up with a, yeah. a person like... You have me during the day and my brother at night. <laughs> right. This is... Anyway, so if you do, like, if you, like, just use this however you want. At work or in a relationship. If there's a but crisis, stick run the, the, the true selfish personality, people. I would agree. Or if somebody is... Um, Whatever. There's other personality traits. These are just the ones that yeah, they're they big ones that they used. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, all right. Here's another um, theory. Um, this theory comes from my friend Lisa's mom, who was a big believer in that every kid should play an instrument because if you play an instrument, you will be smarter. You will be a better student. This was her whole thing. It helps your brain. Well, okay. Trains it in a different direction. High school music courses frequently fall victim to budget cuts due to the general belief that other subjects like math and science and English are more important. But researchers, they they have 115,000 high schoolers they studied for three years, and they found out that uh, the kids who play, uh, who take music classes and play mm-hmm. instruments have better grades. Mm-hmm. Than their peers. That's that. I think is common knowledge. Do you think so? Always that, thought that. Why does it always get cut? Because it's a money thing. Well, there. This was published in the Journal of Educational mm-hmm. Psychology. The guys that ran the test um, from the University of Vancouver are hoping that they can be used by North American high schools when making budgetary considerations, as well as by parents who are encouraging their kids to take up pick an instrument. Like, I wonder how many kids have picked up the flute since Lizzo. I he hope was a, a band lot. Kid. I think uh, I think that's interesting right. Interesting point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like the flute is like you know mm-hmm. risen up mm-hmm. in value like kind of like, you know, back in the day when the ukulele sales from Tiny Tim Jinx that we both said <laughs> at, at the same, same time. <laughs> no, it's so true. I mean, really how many people, how many ukuleles are sold? for my ex and I ended yeah. up with it because everybody funny. yeah like that one of the things that's so um delightful about Lizzo not only is she like a great singer and just lays it all out there but when she busts out her fiddle it is absolutely joyous is it a fiddle or a whittle a or riddle. a flute yeah flute yeah fiddle <laughs> flute flute not her fiddle or flute but she probably can play the fiddle but she brings up the flute it's so delightful oh my gosh I mean it really yeah. is because she's and it makes you kind of forget what a flute sound like we, we don't like, hear it no, like not random since in the HR middle stuff and there was yeah. a little flute Freddie the flute or something yes <laughs> Thank I'm you. just gonna play my ukulele okay oh I love a ukulele mm-hmm. is 
Remember? Yes. Ukulele. Somewhere. Somewhere. I think it means little flea. Is it's it? Translation of ukulele. That's. I think it's ukulele, and I think it translates as little flea. flea yeah, remember. ukulele is the ukulele, right. Yeah, yeah. that's well, how they say it. We're gonna call it a ukulele oh, because fine, it's more commonly fine. used. It's the Minnesota. Yeah. So anyway, Minnesota. Play instruments, take music classes. But this is true. And even at any time in your life, and they say as you age, you should pick up an instrument or learn Maybe. something completely new. Are we going to have a band? Is are that going to be what we're going to have? A band? You two are going to have a band? Yeah. Come on, wow. Lori. I want to do something different with you, like out in addition to this. <laughs> Could we write books? Should what? we have a band? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Who what should we time? do? What? <laughs> we invented oh, something you? so many years we ago. We should have a band? band. I yeah. feel like maybe <laughs> if you and I tried to pick up an instrument. Here's I've the tried... thing with a band. Yeah. You need talent. Yeah, you need talent. Oh, Donnie, what are you practice. saying? I, I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you do. We don't need to Hollywood <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something, because you were miserable. You really don't like to be on the stage without, like... A tambourine or something. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a. I'm a. I'm the sideline. I want to look pretty. And I <laughs> up and on I, the stage, and know, I don't want to have to do much. I know it. That is your story. I like, like it, and that is your. That's thing. why I'm Mick Jagger's perfect girlfriend. If Did he you? would just go a little bit older than his younger. Yes, no kidding. And his his grandchild is older than his youngest child. Yeah, listen, we know that, but that's easy that, to do. That's no, so easy to. That's do. not easy to do. <laughs> no, I just. Giving your guy a break. Yeah. Did you oh see did you see the bridesmaids, the twenty thirty two four? Yeah. That I, I told I you about. Photo, yeah. yeah. She still didn't convince me. Uh I feel like uh, it must be exhausting to be her and I would hate to have thirty four close. And how friends. about that she lost her ring in the surf yeah. the day before the wedding? Yeah, no, no, I you know that... She's. I mean, I was exhausted just listening to her and looking at all eight of her eyelashes going up and down. That there is were a new eight. Look. They were. That was. That is a new. That look was a new it strip is, of eyelashes I've never seen I've before. I've seen them. They're called the tiger. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because they're like clump, 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 clump. Yeah, it's they, like Hello Betty or yeah. Mrs. Betty or Kitty. I don't know what. Wait, Betty Boop has the clumps. She oh does. yeah, she yes, does. Yes, she does. That's right. She does. Gosh. Anyway, that lady was exhausting me, and I just thought her husband. <laughs> I, is, I knew you would. Her husband. I is just gonna... want to be upstage and look good and be on the side and flirt. Yeah, you know. And say, Philip, get me the letter. <laughs> or the lighter. lighter. It's lighter with my cigarette holder. I always said for <laughs> you, Philip, get me the letter. letter. But it's the we lighter. We always, we always thought it was one thing. Yeah, Philip, get me the letter. <laughs> Okay, listen, we got to go. We get me the you ukulele. ukulele. Uh, we have a story about something happening on Broadway that Julia cannot wait to just finally say something. Say something. This is the Lori and Julia show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, our favorite headline today, Kim Kardashian just trademarked kimono. Let the backlash begin. She also trademarked one of her kimono things could be dog leashes and whips. 
under the kimono brand. Just All FYI. Right. Uh, oh, sorry. What? what? No, yeah. no, true. That's <laughs> part of the application. The uh, LA Times said, you know, they 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 got the they got the info. That's one of the things. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, kimono. You know, when you trademark a name, you give all the applications, all the clothing, all the everything. And imitate products made of leather, handbags, wallets, dog harnesses, whips. Got it. All right, fine. Okay. Okay. All right, moving right along. The (laughs) twins, it's the bottom of the 15th inning. It's two to two. There's a long... This thing started at like one. They're just, getting their money's worth. I mean, they what? When I was gone, they had a seventeen inning game against. Yeah, the they Red did. Sox it ended at one at night, but this one was in afternoon. Isn't this at Target Field. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fun. My neighbors at it. I'm like, oh, you are at a game. You are at a game. Okay, so Julia, here's the story: the Share Show. What? The Share Show. What? The Broadway one. The Broadway one is closing August 18th at the Neil Simon Theater, following a run of. 34 shows in Chicago and 296 regular performances. That did not Should I tell last you why? Long. why? Should I tell you why? It yes. opened December 3rd to it, mixed reviews. It yeah. didn't work. They didn't have first of all it was way too long. They did it was way too long. Mm-hmm. She tried they the writers tried to put in too many parts of her life and then they had three different um narrators. And the entire time you're confused at who's who. Yeah. Because the women are all about 30. Yeah. You know, you just couldn't get that idea. Yeah, they all look like share impersonators. And and then she goes into this whole thing on all the guys she dated, and and no one cares. Well. I really, the best part of it was the Bob Mackey moment. Yeah, I mean, if they could have done more kitschy things, it's it's too bad because that it wasn't more like ju- like uh, like Jersey Boys. Yeah, told like that just, story. Yeah. There were King. too many or narrators. King, yeah, you couldn't have the young, the middle, and the old. That was the flaw that they stuck with. Yeah, huh? and they stuck with it, and it's just well, it, it's been slipping. I mean, it made a million dollars a week in the first three months. Then last week, the production played to fifty eight percent, and it's more than respectable, but. They want to cut their losses before the summer tourist season is done. Yeah. Look at that. They want I'd to... rather go see Cher in Vegas. Same. Yeah. Same. Well, it's too For bad because I had I was so excited to see it and the first part of it was so much fun. Yeah. They just kept going on and on. Uh, I swear it was two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's how they tell the story. And that's what we liked about the Carol King musical and it was the all over Jukebox Boy, the the what's it called? The Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys, yeah. That story, yeah. the way they told it through the music made perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, they could have done that, but I think like no one listened to me. Yeah. You said it. I told them this last And you tried to be I gentle. I did. But it was wrong. It's wrong. Okay, so it didn't that doesn't surprise you. Now it's Celine time in Paris, otherwise known as Paris Fashion Week. Otherwise known as camel toe or draggy diapers. Well, yes, yeah, she's you know what I To be just, explained. I'm telling you. She has an interesting She has fashion. arrived and she is locked and loaded and feeling the bleep out of herself. She is getting out of cars wearing wild outfits, wildly tan, high heels. The coolest Chanel glasses. I mean, it's fashion porn with Celine <laughs> all day long in Paris. And I think, I think when you say that, Lori, mm-hmm. it really is because she gives so much shine. The paparazzi, uh, how do you win? Because uh, the pictures sell; they're everywhere. But she is literally wearing red hammer pants. 
Yes. Yeah. That looked like she could have a pile of poop right there in her pants. <laughs> yeah. It looks like because she's so skinny. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, if you wear a hammer pant, you need a booty or something. To, she, she's she just, just got off the plane. I give her props for traveling in a Dior onesie Listen, made out of cashmere. <laughs> Actually, I wish I had... Wouldn't that be I nice? I wish I had on her Dior private, cashmere socks on, on her right private so cool. jets. And then she changed into her Chanel three-quarter-legged unitard that, uh, you know... Doesn't breathe in certain areas. She was smuggling like uh, like it looked like a tri yo yo. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it was just thin. It was, I it couldn't was tell where uh, one fold ended and another one began. Oh, good lord! <laughs> oh, my okay. You know what I'm saying? Hello, Hello. 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 Let's talk about the trifold. Yeah, that's a stitching. That's a sewing term, Lori, and it it's is. also a trifold is also a poster board thing. If your kid has to give a presentation at school, and a you hat. have to go a trifold. Trifold. Yes, board. and a hat. Which to which trifold hat? you have yeah the one the british wore <laughs> i don't know tri-corner tri-corner that's the revolution trifolds tri-corner oh sure no the trifolds anyway, anyway everyone knows the drinking, not to be confused with the bifold yeah if i was in paris and i would be stocking i'd try and stock celine dion and the drinking game would be every us. time she comes out of the ritz out of the revolving door looking like a million bucks Woo! you gotta take a drink anyway <laughs> when she wraps she, herself around a lamppost I mean, she just takes oh, glorious. When she do, wraps herself, she does up. those photos. Julia, do we follow her on Insta? She, Lori, I don't. I'm sorry. Okay, just go to Insta right now and make sure we are following her. It doesn't because matter. She will we find have to new... look at it. Following people doesn't matter. You have to look. I, Julia, I know, but you will have the ability. I want to see her poses. <laughs> One day I'll get the code from you for Insta. <laughs> <The code. laughs> don't give it to her. She doesn't even know you. She I makes this, me follow all I these I need the snark of Twitter. Pose. I need the snark of Twitter. I love that Twitter. her belt says Chanel. Chanel, yeah. Well, it's of course a Chanel it does. Yeah. My favorite was on The Real Housewives of Beverly the hill last week when dorit had sha now, now on her two earrings, two earrings yeah. c h a and then n e l yeah she is a name uh, she, is, she has to I, drop and she is designer lo- everything. designer name dropper i hate logos on clothes more than anything in my yeah. life yeah it must have been because i was so obsessed with the polo ruffle Laurent shirts and alligator shirts when i grew up and did you wear them no i couldn't get them yeah me either. i was from a polo family yeah same here <laughs> maybe that's why you hate them you know? No, I hate. No, I hated logo. I just hate logos. Yeah. I, no, always I don't have. like them either. Yeah. No, they like they get. I don't even like tags on my clothes. All right. I'm like but, a child that way. I mean, what if? Well, who am I following right now? Celine. What if she Has decides to do air guitar on a Paris street side oh, on Celine, an Insta yeah, we, story? We were following her. We already were. Okay, oh, yeah. good. I'm proud of you. She's got a great Pride <laughs> T-shirt on. Yeah. Happy Pride, everyone. It's happening in New York this weekend. That's, if anyone's going. Yeah. All right. Good. Thank you, Joel. Go Twins. Go Twins. And Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. And, and Bruce Springsteen are one and two on the Billboard oh. charts. Just like 1985 I, all I'm over again. I'm having a flashback. Flashbacks. We'll be back, people. We'll be back tomorrow, specifically. It's Friday. Job done. Off you go.